Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Welcome, everyone. This is View from the Rafters. Today, we're bringing in a man who hails from basketball country. Life is funny. Okay. Oh, good one. Don't go there. Not yet. What will we talk about in our podcast? The bus one, boys. Is a crazy story. Not actor. Is a basketball player. The crazy thing to me is like where you came from. Yeah, we're all older than we think we are. Always go bleed green, baby. All right, we are back for another episode of View from the Rafters behind the scenes with the Boston Celtics, myself and Abby Chin. And uh, Abby, today's episode is all about fatherhood and being an NBA player. And fortunately, we've got our man Rob Williams here to talk to us about it. He's got two young kids. Congrats on that, Rob. Appreciate Um, it, what, What does it mean to you to be a dad? Very open question here to start. Yeah, uh, really open. But, um... Just leading by example, you know, um, my my actions, you know, my legacy, like I don't want my kids to, people to come up and say bad things about me to my kids, you know. Uh, just giving them the, the best example that I can, that I know of, and, uh, you know, you got to be, you got to be delicate with kids, man, you got to be, you got to be soft with them, you know, so. It was a big change for me. My first child and my daughter too. It was a it was a big turnaround for me. But um yeah, just the legacy, man. Uh holding your name to a high standard, you know, so when you're gone, like I said, people can come up to your kids and have nothing but good things to say. How different is your childhood? Was your childhood than the one your kids are? Yeah, up, they right? spoiled, man. <laughs> yeah. I was spoiled, don't get me wrong. You know, uh what parent doesn't want to spoil their kids? You know, but, um, you know, I did go through a part where part of the time we had it hard for a little bit. And um, thankfully, I'm in a position my kids don't get to see that, thankfully. But like I said, man, it's different. You know, it's a different day and age. And I was telling my uh, my girlfriend the other day, I kind of don't want to, you know, all the new game systems and new stuff that comes out. I kind of don't want to shower them with that just because... Christmas might mean less to them, or birthdays might mean less to them, you know, being able to get all of this stuff at a young age, but it's kind of inevitable, man, when you, yeah. you know, when it's when it's like that, it's kind of inevitable, but... Um, it does make the holidays tougher. It, it makes it so much tougher, man, it's so much coming tougher. Coming up with a Christmas list after your kids already have everything, <laughs> everything they could possibly like, want. come on. Abby, you got that experience too, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rob, you said... Everything changed. Yeah. When when Ava was born. Yeah. I can only imagine because I, I have not gotten there, but I can only imagine like in that moment what's going through your head. And in that moment for you, you had just started your professional career, right? You were yeah. two months in at that point. I think it was early December. Obviously, um, 
season started in mid to late October at that time. Yeah. So what did change first and foremost? And then secondly, just how did you figure it out when you've got all of these things going on at once where your life is changing, not only from a professional standpoint, Mm -hmm. but also changing from like, I mean, you got to change diapers, you got to put the babies, like all these different things. It's so involved. Yeah. It was, um, I can't say it happened as soon as she was born, you know what I'm saying? But maybe like a year after my, I started noticing the disrespect that women get in uh, in the world a lot more, you know? And, really? Um, just me putting myself back in my, you know, younger teenage yeah. days and I got a daughter now, so I'm thinking like she gonna, she gotta be a teenager, you know, mm-hmm. she gotta grow up and I know the way that I've seen, you know, girls being treated and that, that kind of softened me up, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want my, my daughter to have to go through any of this stuff, you know. Like I said, it didn't happen right away. It was like, you know, like gradually as I learned, like, all right, I do have a baby girl. She's not going to be, she's four already, you know, time flies. So it just kind of made me put an emphasis on, you know, um, there's a lot of, a lot of women getting mistreated terribly in this world. It's so true. And it's really cool to hear you mention that. Uh, My daughter is seven and it, it is a a mind shift just in the words that you use, even when you're talking to her Mm -hmm. about empowerment and, and body image. And there are so many layers to that, but it's also something that I feel like I was concerned about while I was pregnant and before I had her, but it has come naturally to me. And, And now once you're in it every day, it's just something, it's just, how you are and, and how you want to, like you said, lead by example yeah. for them. Yeah, right? for sure, for sure. I, uh, even even like the way I talk, like the way I can talk to, the way I might talk to my son, like like with best friends, like he understand me, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, get off the floor. <laughs> hey, come in the room and do this, you know, like he understand me. With my daughter, I didn't, I didn't try to tiptoe, but like with my son, it was it's straight hard hard love you know what i'm saying it's my little boy like i you know but with my daughter i kind of tried to like embrace yeah. it softly yeah. you know like i want to you know let you know that i'm here for you you know um you're gonna go through a lot in the world like you said but i want her to get the love from home first thankfully her mother does a great job shout out to her mother mother does a great job of um you know just empowering her yeah. letting her know letting her know stuff and um instilling confidence yeah yeah you know just teaching her uh honestly just about the world period as much as we can at this at this young age so gotta keep that going sounds like for you it's kind of been instinctual right like your mind is telling you to raise your son one way and your mind is telling you to raise your daughter maybe a little bit differently yeah sounds kind of like a coach in a, in a way that yeah. like coaches have to, you have to coach different people different ways. Yeah. Yes. Um, but how did you settle into like n- knowing two. how to navigate the two different routes? Yeah. So, uh, my daughter, my daughter, me and my daughter's mother uh, were never together. So my daughter didn't live with me. So I felt like whenever I seen her, I was always showing her the most love. Like everything was so, sensitive you know what i'm saying in tune like i'm in t- trying to be soft as i can with it just show her all the love that i have for her, for mm-hmm. the moment that i had her 
That's a challenge but, in itself, though, too, isn't yeah, it? Going from zero to 100, and yeah, then it's all on you when yeah, she's there. It's so challenging. And she teaches me, like I said, yeah. she teaches me stuff like um, it'll be a while where I haven't seen her. She come back, and she, I try to help her do something, and she, you know, push me away. She can do it on her own, so it's just crazy. I don't need your help. Yeah, but, like, when my son, it was... I see him every day. He getting on my nerve. Like it's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough love, you know. Like I know when I go to sleep, I'm gonna wake up and see him. You know, yeah. like that's just how it is. So I feel like I had to. That's the reason for me taking that different approach because I wasn't around a lot. So, mm-hmm. how nice is it having? And what has it been like to have some role models within the locker room? When you got here, Al, I think, maybe yeah. had three kids at that point. He's got five now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that kind of example. Jason as well. Yeah. It, um, it showed you how to um, juggle the league life and uh, your family. You know, so um, I watch Al, like, he come in early. Uh, he get his work in. You see him rushing out. And people thinking he rushing just to get out the gym, but really he rushing because he maybe has a routine of dropping his kids off at school mm-hmm. or picking them up, you know, every day at school. Or he have a routine of game days to come in and work. This certain time he'll go home and spend time with his son, you know. So watching him and JT do that helped me learn when to insert, you know, family time, specific family time, how to juggle that with the league life. And just seeing, you know, the joy that they have for their kids. Um, you see Deuce and Al, oldest son, uh, in the locker yeah. room every night playing one-on-one. It's uh, it's like a goal. You know, I can't wait for Hendrix to be yeah. <laughs> running through there doing that. But I learned a lot from them guys. What is it like having Hendrix be around in the family room and, and yeah, there for you? It's, um, Win or lose? It's uh, It's... It's a thing that, honestly, I'm ready for him to get older and like be able to look back and realize like I, I actually was in here with these guys. To like the young understand age. It yeah, all, you yeah. know, like he he don't understand right now. Even like to be honest, even Deuce and Al son, like I know they understand, you know what I'm saying? But you reach the age of like 14, 15, you looking at pictures of you, you yeah. know, J T J B you like, yeah. oh my dad actually had me in there, you know, so Really ready for him to just hit that stage. Now it's just all running around, eating everything. <laughs> <laughs> snacks. So many snacks. <laughs> you, you talked about learning how to juggle the league life and parenthood. That, mm-hmm. That's something that I want to concentrate on here because I don't think everyone out there really can understand until you're on that plane it's a and lifestyle. flying it's, in and out and getting different. home at midnight after Still, a home game. Right. like. <laughs> There, there's only so many hours in a day. Facts, facts. So, I mean, I, I have a dog, and I feel like I have barely time to take the dog outside. So I can only imagine an actual human being that's depending on me. Facts, facts. How, how have you tried to carve the right amount of time out? And what is the right amount of time um, um, that you have found in your personal life? So, um, obviously, any off day or any day, you know, just a practice day. But, um I try to so which there aren't many. There are, just to be clear, are, yeah. I just want to throw that out <laughs> there. That's true. Games but, and travel um, on a game like regular day. We hear you know shoot around. We all shoot around say ten in the morning. Um, my son will get up around seven. I'll I'll sit with him uh, when he gets up just because I know I have to leave him like an mm-hmm. hour for shoot around. Uh, spend that time with him when I get back. Maybe spend like two three hours with him. Take a uh, 
pregame nap. Most of the times, if he doesn't go to the game, he's down by the time I get yeah. out or get home. Or even when he does go to the game, when we pull up in the house and I'm like, hey, Hendrix, you ready to get out the car? Turn around. He, <laughs> you know, he, he knocked out. So any, like you said, any rare off day or any time that we have, you know, I try to just take him to do something, the aquarium, you know, um, mm-hmm. little jungle gym, take our dog to the park, anything. You just got to. It's so hard to plan. It's like you don't know until the day before. Like yep. we don't know our schedules That's until true. like yep. you know the day before. We may they say we don't have something then we got a mandatory <laughs> film and it throws off, you know, mm-hmm. the whole day, so you gotta just work around it. Do you really wake up at seven with him when you can? Yeah, yeah. I wake up That's at impressive. like seven every morning. Even when we get back from a road trip yeah. at three o'clock in the morning, yeah, I wow, go, gosh. I go pretty early. no, You're I'm a lay, wild I'm, man. I'm laying in bed with the kids yelling at me like five more minutes. Yeah, well, I, I kind of hate me alone. I hate the fact that I'm a light sleeper because I'm always the first to hear him cry in the morning, and I try to like block try, it out. Yeah, I try to just close my eyes a little harder. I'm like maybe Asia here, but nah. I'm I put a pillow over my <laughs> Try to hide. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> reality that's coming um i i spoke to al about the same topic and we're going to hear from him later in the episode but he talked about you and jason and first and foremost that he he didn't have his first child until he was seven years in the league so very different scenario from you guys and he just couldn't conceptualize how you guys were able to juggle the two things that's one thing he said but the other thing that really stood out to me is that he can just, when you guys are, are around your kids, he can see, like, the pure joy yeah. in your eyes. Yeah. How would you describe... You can how, see it now. Yeah, how, yeah, how yeah, it makes you uh, feel to, to be around your kids and, and to be a proud parent. <laughs> what, is, what is that emotion? It's actually funny because when he goes to sleep at nighttime, like, I'll be on my phone and I'll see... A, I was just with him three hours ago before he went to sleep and I'll see a picture or something and I'm like... Man, I can't wait till he wakes up so I can hug him. <laughs> but um, that joy, man, is just seeing. I think it's two things for me. It's seeing myself in him and it's seeing him learn to do things on his own. I think that's the most proud he makes me as his dad. It's funny. I'm actually smiling about it hard. But You're proud, man. You can like, tell. Even when he learned how to walk, you know, um, we first tried to get him to walk. He take a couple of steps and he would fall and he would just crawl, you know, the rest of the way. Yeah. But now, like, if he falls, he, he'd get back up, you know, and he doesn't know little things like yeah. that. You know, they, I'm smiling big as, you know, big as they behind him, but it's, it's little stuff like that, man. And I think, I think he might be saying dada, but I don't want to be the person that toot their own horn, <laughs> so I'm going to just, I'm going to wait till it's clear. Dada is easier to say than mama for those first words. But the part that I love too, and um, I don't know if anybody reads the Us magazine or something, but the stars, they're just like us. You posted a video of yourself at a swim class Mm -hmm. with Hendrix and getting in the pool, but then uh, you were kind of down, but you stood up and the pool is like comes to your knees (laughs) where all the other parents are. Yeah, um, the water was like four feet. Yes. And my back was hurting. Like, I had to hold him low to the water. <laughs> yeah. so I was like, I'm oh, just near dog. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> but nice to be there for those moments. And Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was his second class. Obviously, those moments, uh, 
or priceless. It's actually something that like you look at as a hassle. Like I've been working out all day. I don't want to go yeah. to a swimming class. But once you like there, you never want it to end. And you see the smiles on their face. Like kids <laughs> yeah. love water. And yeah, he actually they don't. They love it when they don't realize how dangerous it is. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. So he's just jumping in all day. He don't realize if I'm not right here, like, you gone, buddy. <laughs> but it, it's worth it, though. Do you ever bring him on road trips? Um, Has he been? He he came to the finals last year. He was really young. He came to the finals. It was a long flight. And he's coming to Houston. He's coming to Houston. Nice. This kind of relates. The last thing that I want to talk to you about is – like the culture here with the Celtics is yeah it's really family first like mm-hmm. they, they want you to be there for those key moments they th- you know work comes second yeah. for you in particular you missed games for your first child being born and for your second child being born what what does it mean to you to be working at a place and playing for an organization that prioritizes that stuff for you guys that you are able to be there for those moments and you don't have to worry about how that's going to you know reflect on your work ethic or anything like that yeah even when uh even when brad was coaching we we all knew he was real big on, mm-hmm. on stuff like that like it it wasn't even a question with him you know if it was a serious family matter you know uh he would make you be there you you know you didn't have a choice he even missed a game at one point yeah. for a personal matter yeah. so it was like um we always respected that about the the whole organization and um you know it makes you want to give the the organization your all you know to know that they like all right like it can be for instance um i think malcolm uh had like a couple of weeks you know uh till his his second child was born i think and uh they were already making a plan on like or right, you might not be at this trip mm-hmm. you know you know because they they respect it so much and it's something that is very respectful. Like I said, it's a life being brought in or any any family situation, a family emergency. But it just makes you want to give the the organization your all, man, knowing they, they care about you like that. Even Luke. Luke left mid-game this yeah. season. We were in New York in Madison yeah, Square he Garden. Did. He walked back in the locker room. He was like, well, Al was out. He was going to get a lot of run that game. Yeah. He's like, he said he went up to Dame. And he hey, Damon. life happens, man. You never know when it's going to come. Quick. He's like, well. I'm all good. Yeah, he I'm said the first time out, they told him like right after tip off, and then first, so he's sitting there on the bench, just like waiting for a yeah. chance to tell someone. Can't imagine. And he went to Damon, and he was like, "I gotta go." Yeah. Cannot imagine. Well, no. Rob, uh, congratulations on two beautiful kids and Ava and Hendricks, and Appreciate you've been an unbelievable dad so far. I know I haven't been there to directly watch it, but I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Um, so congratulations, we appreciate you coming on to. Talk with us about it. We're going to hear from Al Horford talking about the same thing here in a minute. Okay. Rob, thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Abby, that was an awesome conversation with Rob. I'm so happy that we got 15-ish minutes with him. And last night we were talking at the game. We didn't even know if we were going to be able to fill that amount of time with him because he's usually so short-winded. But he was so happy to discuss being a father and talking about his kids. That that was a lot of fun. That's what I was going to say. You could just – the joy that he has in being a father is – obvious and clear and and that's where his passions are and so of course he's going to talk about that and be willing and I'm just so grateful for his willingness to open up about that and tell us a little bit more about him I learned so much more about Rob in that 15 minutes than I have in the four seasons that he's been here yeah and honestly sitting down and just looking at his eyes and he kept saying it he was like yeah I'm smiling right now like while I'm talking about it you can just I've never talked to him about his kids before and just having that opportunity to see 
the word joy just comes to mind, like emitting out of his, from his smile, from his eyes. You can just see how proud he is of his daughter. And then even afterward, Abby, everyone, the cameras turned off, but he was like, yeah, my daughter's so independent. Like she doesn't let me, she doesn't let me help with anything she wants to do. You can just see how proud he is. And that's really what stood out to me. I don't know if anything else came out of the conversation for you. I do think we see that. And inside TD Garden, when from Jason and Deuce running on the floor as soon as the game is over, and even Al Horford, I see it behind the scenes when his son, as Rob mentioned, Ian comes to join him and in going into the locker room. So you do get glimpses of that, but it was just so nice to have to be able to sit down with Rob and and allow him to open up and and give us a little bit more. And fortunately, we had the same opportunity, at least I did, to, to sit down mm-hmm. with Al and talk to him about this exact same topic. We're going to toss to him in a moment. Before we do, I just want to remind everyone out there, if you're listening, rate, subscribe, and review. If you're watching, please do the same on YouTube. Uh, the audio version will be dropping every Tuesday, the video version on YouTube every Wednesday. So we're coming at you every week for 12 weeks. I think we got about six six or so more Are left we? this season. Almost so at we hope, we hope everyone is enjoying us so far. But yeah, I got also, to catch up. Also, shout out to all the other dads. Dads yes. On the team, there are a lot. A lot of I dads. think that that is think indicative yes, yeah. of this team and how much older we've it's become and mature, but there's Luke Cornett and Derek White, and I'm sure I might be missing more. But um it's it's cool to see. And then also the assistant coaches and having their yeah. kids. Um Tony Dobbins and his two beautiful daughters <laughs> yeah. are always sidelines pregame. And then uh Aaron Miles, who has four sons, and he gets <laughs> them out on the court just to run whenever he gets the chance. So <laughs> he's gotta get all that energy out of them, right? Yes. It just speaks to like what you said with Rob, the priority that the Celtics place on family and you can feel that just being around the team. You make a really good point, though, that there are so many dads on this team, and this team is so mature. Yeah, I think that it's kind of like baked in maturity. You have to be mature when you have a child and you have a human being depending, depending on, you. on you. I don't know. I, I wish I would have asked Rob right here, but would he be the player in the person that he is now today if he didn't have a child at 21? Like, how did that affect him during that time? But it's we'll have to question. ask him that offline and follow up The one up thing I know that. is that they'd probably get more sleep. maybe just a little bit maybe just a little bit um but yeah i got a chance to catch up with al about this exact topic a couple weeks ago um he said a lot of similar comments to rob Mm -hmm. um, but one thing that stood out that he talked about is he said it's difficult to find time but there's always time um so let's toss it over to al i got to talk with him like i said just a couple weeks ago and here he is talking about fatherhood and juggling that with playing in the nba how would you describe the feeling of being a dad uh it's a great feeling uh being a dad it's it's something that that i uh, absolutely love um you know i always wanted to be um you know a a dad and have my own family and and be able to you know mold my kids and um and and instill you know the right values in them so um uh for me it's it's just great it's it's um you know it's one of my favorite things um you know, just to to be able to to you know to lead my family and, and just to be there for them and and um, and, and you know just guide them uh, you know in their lives. So I haven't gotten to that stage yet in my life, but I would imagine just having been around with you guys, the flights, the late nights getting home, the late nights of work, even when you're here in Boston, you got to probably miss birthdays. I think you just missed one of your kids' birthdays yesterday's. 
Um, like, just how do you juggle that of, of being able to be a dad and also be able to take care of, and you're as professional as they come, take care of your job as well? How do you how do you juggle those two things? Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's you know, it's, it's all about priorities, and um, you know, for me. Um, uh, before anything, um, you know, uh, God is my priority. God, you know, that, that's, that, that's really what I focus on. And then, you know, after that, my family, it's something that's, that's extremely important to me. And, um, and, and obviously my work and, and I have to put in the time and work. And, but when I'm at home and when I have the time, I make sure that I, you know, that I give, you know, the best quality time that I possibly can, you know, to my, to my kids and, and to my wife. And, uh, and, and really, you know, it's, it's kind of making decisions. It's like doing something, you know, for yourself or doing something else or spending time, you know, helping, you know, for example, my son with his homework or, um, you know, taking them to a park or, um, you know, just doing things like that or, you know, if it's, it's bath time and you got to go do that and, um, and, and different things. So for me, it's really, you know, it's really about, you know, making the most of the time and it's difficult, but you know, there's always time. And, uh, and I, and that's, that's the way that I, that I approach it. And you had been in the league for, I think it was like seven or eight years before you had your first child. How did that moment kind of change your perspective, not only on your career, but in life in general? Um, yeah. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it gave me a lot of perspective, um, but just, just very grateful, um, to, you know, uh, to be able to, to, to be a dad and, and then, um, finding ways to, you know, to, to make everything work, but understanding that, you know, that I have a job to do and, and there's expectations of me. And, uh, and like you said, I have to be professional, um, and, and go about it that way. But, um, but it was, uh, you know, just just good perspective. Um, you know, good good perspective for me, keeping everything you know positive and and uh, and really just uh, you know uh, r- really enjoying you know the journey. Uh, it comes with it, and and you know, growing a family, playing it's it, it can be challenging, but uh, but uh, but um, you know, it's, it's been great for me. You know, my wife has been you know a huge support for me. And, 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 you know, makes it easier for me to be able to come out and do what I need to do on the court. So conversely, we've got Jason has a kid at 19. Rob Williams has a kid at 21. And these two guys have just embraced it since the very start and somehow been able to juggle both of these things that, that you've kind of spoken about, that it, it can be a challenge. How have you seen those two guys in particular navigate those challenges um in the early portions of their career yeah so the so the 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 little that i've seen um you know i just been you know blown away you know with uh you know the how much they love their you know their sons uh their commitments to being dads um uh you know it's something that you could tell they really enjoy uh they really embrace um and and um and and they're uh 
and, and, and that's like the biggest thing. You know, they're really caring. They're really taking the time. And, uh, and just from the interactions that I've had or when I talk to them and things like that, you know, their, their faces just light up when they talk about, you know, about their kids. And, um, and that's, uh, that's pretty special. I think that's the biggest thing right there. Um, you know, they, they're, they're dads that want to be involved, that, that want to be part of their kid's life. And, uh, and, and I think that's the biggest thing, You're giving your kids as much love as you can. Awesome. All right, Al, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for doing this on an off day, and uh, hopefully we see you guys back out there for another win tomorrow. All right, man. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you very much.